Today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag. Truth be known, your Christian life doesn't have that spring that it once had in your step. You've got no song in your heart. you got no joy in your life. Well, could it be that this is the reason? I know it was for me. This was why my life was joyless and empty. And I'll take it further and say unfulfilled. Unfulfilled. You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Barag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of Ephesians. Christians should not resemble zombies. <laughs> Sadly, many of us are walking along joyless and completely absent of the Holy Spirit. As Pastor J.D. explains in today's message, without the constant indwelling of the Holy Spirit, we are only living a shadow of the joyful and abundant spiritual life that God desires for us. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. Now, here's Pastor J.D. in Ephesians chapter 5 with part 2 of his message, Under the Influence. It's not the necessarily the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. you got the Holy Spirit in you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have the Holy Spirit upon you, filling you, overflowing you, and empowering you. That's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's not my intention today. We've talked about this. In fact, I look back in my archived teachings, and I think it was almost a year ago we did an in-depth study of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I will, though, in the interest of time, and I think I'd be grossly remiss if I didn't do it, I do want to explain what the baptism of and with the Holy Spirit is. First, it's important to understand that there are three Greek pronouns describing the work of the Holy Spirit. They are as follows, para, en, and epi. Para means alongside, en, en, means in, and epi means upon. These are three distinct works of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. Let me first start with this Para, which again means alongside as a helper. Uh, para is where we get words in the English like paramedic, paralegal, parachute, to come alongside, to help, the helper. In John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 16, Jesus said, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another Counselor, in the original Greek, that's the Greek word parakletos, the helper, the counselor, to be with you, alongside of you, if you prefer, forever. That's para. That's the work of the Holy Spirit alongside. Now, the second is en, which means in or indwelling. The Holy Spirit indwells us 
when we give our lives to Jesus Christ. This is in the next verse, John 14, 17. Jesus continues, the spirit of truth, speaking of the Holy Spirit, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. When you come to Christ, the Holy Spirit is now in you. Now, the third one, and this is the one I want to really uh, draw your attention to. It's the Greek pronoun epi, meaning upon. This is the baptism with the Holy Spirit who comes upon epi, us. Acts 1.8. But. You will receive power, power. And by the way, uh, in the original language, and you'll forgive the uh, many references to the Greek, but it's important to understand that it's the Greek word dunamis where we get our English word dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> Never mind, that was a flashback. I'm back with you now. You young people have no idea what I just uh, said there. But it's this dynamite, this dunamis, this power, this dynamic, this boldness, this holy boldness that comes when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And it's not just for the sake of being empowered. No, you will have that power and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. I'm going to give you that power that you need and it comes by way of the baptism with the Holy Spirit who comes upon you. Am I yelling? I'm sorry. The best way I ever heard this illustrated and explained was by using a pitcher of water and a glass. For those of you who are visual learners (laughs) and you know who you are, (laughs) uh, this I hope will be helpful. Let's again start with para alongside. The pitcher being of course the Holy Spirit and the glass being the life of a believer. Para is the pitcher, the Holy Spirit alongside us, next to the glass. Now we come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit now is being poured into us and is indwelling us. But here's the best part. It's not just alongside or in, it's upon. Now I want you to think this through with me. Because... Jesus said, actually fulfilling the feast and a prophecy concerning the feast. He says, all who are thirsty, come to me. That's the living water. And when the Holy Spirit is poured out upon us to overflowing, our lives, Jesus said, would be like torrents of powerful water. You know when you see those floodwaters, whenever there's a massive flood, they are so powerful that they actually carry buildings and houses downstream. That's how powerful water is. You know, on the mainland, uh, where I come from, (laughs) 
they actually harness power with water. And they build these massive dams. And from the power of the water, they create energy. That's what Jesus is talking about here. Now, it's important that we understand this delineation because in the book of Acts, the eighth chapter, verses 14 through 17, we see this dynamic of the upon experience. It says, when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. When they arrived, they prayed for them, listen, that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, they had already accepted the word of God. Oh, that's why we're here. There's something else in addition to a subsequent work of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to pray that now because you've accepted the word of God, the son of God, Now we're going to pray that you might also receive the Holy Spirit. And we're told in verse 16 why. It's because the Holy Spirit had not, keyword, yet come upon, appee, any of them. They had simply been baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit upon them. They had already received Christ. They already had the Holy Spirit in them. Now they have the Holy Spirit being poured out upon them. And now their lives are going to be as powerful as torrents of living water. Now, I wanted to explain all of that and go into all of that because it's germane to our understanding of what the Apostle Paul is going to say next. Uh, I suppose you could say that this is what being under the influence of the Holy Spirit looks like, like in the life of a Christian. First, notice verse 19. Paul says, those filled with the Spirit will speak with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Holy Spirit. That will be, if you will, the evidence of having been baptized with the Holy Spirit, having the Holy Spirit poured out upon you. Maybe this is as good of a time as any to just share very personally my own experience. I came to Christ at a young age, 36 plus years ago, And the Holy Spirit was indwelling me, and I did not know anything about the baptism with the Holy Spirit. It wasn't until many, many years later, sadly, regrettably, because I had heard all of these distorted, unbiblical teachings concerning the Holy Spirit, one of which really uh, had sort of stumbled me when I was a young believer, had a hyper-Pentecostal Uh, say to me that the only evidence of being baptized with the Holy Spirit was the speaking in tongues. And I just want to clear that up for anybody here today 
that has been told that or believed that. There are five specific times in the book of Acts where someone received the Holy Spirit and not all five of them were accompanied by the speaking in tongues. In every case, without exception, the baptism with the Holy Spirit is accompanied by this power, this boldness. That's the the marker, uh, if you please, of knowing that you've been baptized with the Holy Spirit. I think of the five that I'm referring to, there were only three, and not a big deal is made of it. So please don't get hung up on that, and don't let the enemy take that and use that against you, because there's nothing the enemy would love more than to keep you from the power of the Holy Spirit by way of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. He did that in my life, and I let him get away with it for many, many years. And it wasn't until one morning when I just got down literally on my face and I cried out to God, and I just desperately pleaded with him, and he filled me. There are no words. In fact, so much so that he gave me a prayer language to express my praise in words that I did not understand. And ever since then, I, uh, in fact, just this morning on the way here, I prayed in my prayer language in the car, uh, in traffic, which I <laughs> confessed is uh, an issue in my life. I need the baptism with the Holy Spirit uh, especially on Cam Highway. Anyway, uh, so, but I just need to be under the influence. I guess you could say I'm driving while under the influence <laughs> of the Holy Spirit, <laughs> right? But it, it came at a time in my life when I was powerless, joyless, empty, And had just come to the end of myself, and I recognized my need. Oh, I was saved. I'm absolutely saved. I absolutely have the Holy Spirit indwelling me. I'm absolutely born again. But I didn't have what I needed. And I tell you, it changed my life. I was uh, talking with somebody on Thursday night. I don't remember who it was, but I made the comment, and it's kind of become for me the litmus test as to when it is that I know that I've made a very, very good decision. And that test is this. My only regret is that I didn't make that decision sooner. That's the litmus test for me to know that the decision I made was a good decision because my only regret is that I didn't do it sooner. And the Lord has, uh, again, as only he can, you know, we forget those things which are behind. We press on. You don't look backwards. I, I, I could let that really, uh, you know, take away my joy, the joy that I now had. Because everything in my Christian life changed. All of a sudden, there was a new song on my lips. There was this joy, this peace in my heart. And there was this power 
in my life, this boldness in my life. And man, the Lord took it from there. And I never looked back. And again, my only regret was that I didn't ask the Lord sooner to baptize me with the Holy Spirit. There's a second mark, and it's in verse 20. And not only will I have a song in my heart, I'll have an attitude of gratitude and thanksgiving as well. This is another marker of one who has been filled with, baptized with the Holy Spirit. I'm almost done. I would ask that you just give me your undivided attention just a little bit longer. May I humbly suggest that this may very well be what's missing in your life as a Christian. You know that there's more, and truth be known, your Christian life doesn't have that spring that it once had in your step. You've got no song in your heart. you got no joy in your life. Well, could it be that this is the reason? I know it was for me. This was why my life was joyless and empty. And I'll take it further and say unfulfilled. Unfulfilled. Filled. Um, Psalm sixteen eleven. The psalmist writes. By the way, we're going to get there on Thursday night. Uh, we got to uh, from Psalm ten to Psalm fifteen. So this Thursday, Lord, we're going to pick it up in Psalm sixteen. A fabulous psalm. Psalm sixteen eleven. In your presence, O Lord, is found fullness, fullness of joy. Be being filled. A holy life is a whole fulfilled life. And a holy life cannot be experienced absent the experience of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. There is no way that we as Christians can live a holy life, a fulfilling life without the Holy Spirit. And here's the thing. It's not just a one-time thing. Be being constantly filled, uh, continually being filled, daily a fresh filling, being filled afresh and baptized anew. I want to close with the how. And my concern is, is that the how is just too simple. It's too simple. Uh, It's in Luke's gospel. I would actually encourage you to turn there, the 11th chapter. I want to read verses 9 through 13. And I'm going to actually ask you to consider doing this in the remainder of our time together today. I do have to warn you, though. You're going to have to leave all of your traditions, (laughs) all of those things that you were told growing up, which, well, leave them at home. 
Don't bring them. Just come as you are. And we would deem it such a privilege and such an honor to pray with you and for you. And I have to say that it will be one of those decisions that your only regret will be that you didn't do it sooner. So how do you receive the Holy Spirit? Ask. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Listen to what Jesus said. And I close. So I say to you, ask. And it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. By the way, in the original language again, this carries with it the same idea of ask, keep on asking. Seek, keep on seeking. Knock, keep on knocking. For everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks the door will be opened. And then he says this, very interesting. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven, listen, give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. It's there for the asking. Just ask. What's He going to say? No. Nah. Not today. Could you imagine? <laughs> what? We're going to ask our Heavenly Father... Give me the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Baptize me with the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm asking. I'm, I'm seeking. I'm, I'm knocking. And what's he going to say? You know, I saw what you did last week. Oh, that's why I need the Holy Spirit. I didn't have a very holy week. What's he going to say? No. I, I, I sent you my only begotten son because I love you so much. Is there anything that I'm going to withhold from you? I would not withhold from you my only begotten son. What, I'm going to withhold the Holy Spirit from you? That which I know you need the most? What did Jesus say? I have to go. And you want me to go. But don't worry. I'm sending the Holy Spirit. And he will be with you. Lo, always even unto the ends of the earth. Thanks for being part of our time here today on In Spirit and Truth. We hope you've learned something new from the book of Ephesians and that it's given a new perspective to you on your relationship with Jesus. We'd love to stay connected with you throughout the week, so be sure to visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com today. Follow the link to our Facebook page where you can join the conversation and fill your news feed with encouragement and useful information. We'd love to see you here in person at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe if you're in the area. We hold services every Sunday at 8.30 and 1045 a.m. or come by on Thursday at 7 p.m. for an in-depth Bible study. Directions can be found on our website in spiritandtruthradio.com as well as more information about who we are as a body of believers. 
If you can't join us in person, we hope you'll find a local church community soon that you can call home. Now, we also want to let you know that you can still hear Pastor J.D.'s teachings through our online resources at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. Simply click Listen on the top of the page to find these messages by Pastor J.D. in various books of the Bible. Along with that, we invite you to check out the Mideast Prophecy Update. This weekly update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. Join Pastor J.D. each Friday and Saturday for the Mideast Prophecy Update on our YouTube channel or download our mobile app to have these updates right at your fingertips. Find it all at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. Pastor J.D. will have much more to share next time on In Spirit and Truth. Holy me to